Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Roger that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. You're listening to Comedy Central. Coming to you from New York City, the only city in America, it's The Daily Show. Tonight, hanging out with Mike Penn, the world's oldest young people, and Denai Guerrero. This is The Daily Show with Trevor Noah. America denies the election deniers. Lewis Black exposes young people who are secretly old. And if you don't like crowds, well, you might be living on the wrong planet. So let's do this, people. Let's jump straight into today's headlines. All right. Before we get into the big stories, let's catch up on a few other things going on in the world. Starting with Taylor Swift. This morning, tickets went on sale for the singer's first tour in four years, and so many fans rushed onto the Ticketmaster site that it immediately crashed. And no one could get tickets. And yeah, Ticketmaster did Taylor Swift so wrong, she's already put out three albums about them. (laughs) They're gonna learn their lesson. And look, I know Everyone thinks that getting these tickets is the most important thing in the world, but it's really not, all right? If you don't get them, just relax, log off, you know? Just give the site, like, a chance to cool down and repair itself, and then, you know, don't bother. (laughs) You You just chill. Ah, all right, I got mine. You can go back on. You can go back on. You do whatever you want. In... In labor news, Amazon is reportedly planning to lay off up to 10,000 employees this week. Yeah, the largest job cuts in the company's history. And I don't even know how this is possible, right? Me and everyone I know buys something on Amazon every day (laughs) and then returns it the next day when we realize we didn't actually need it anymore. How are they not making money? And I feel for all the Amazon workers who are getting laid off. But the silver lining is, at least you can steal great shit on the way out. At most offices, you can only take, what, like a stapler? But if you get fired from Amazon, you've got like seven air fryers, huh? 
just walking out of the warehouse like, my prime day came early. <laughs> oh, in, uh, in international news, Europe is on high alert tonight after Russian missiles aimed at Ukraine hit Poland instead. Yeah, which apparently could trigger a full NATO response. And honestly, like, why do these world wars always gotta start in Poland? It's like the Waffle House parking lot of Europe. <laughs> and, and look, I don't wanna scare anyone. I don't wanna scare anyone. But this could be the beginning of World War III. I don't wanna scare you, though. I'm not saying it will be, it could be. So remember, this is a good time to just, like, spend time with your family, you know? <laughs> Put down your phones. <laughs> and, and just spend some... T- Four more tickets! Yes, suckers! <laughs> I'm gonna be the front row by myself. All right, all right, let's move on to some of the biggest stories of the day, starting with the latest on the midterms, which, yes, the votes are somehow still being counted. I think election officials are, like, using their finger... I don't know! (laughs) The point is, we need to be patient. But it's becoming increasingly clear that the American people, or at least the half of them who actually voted, have delivered a split decision, with Democrats taking the Senate and Republicans all but certain to win control of the House which means that in order for America to succeed, Democrats and Republicans will have to work together. So, America will not succeed. (laughs) And you know... You know, it's it's kind of a weird situation for America to be in. You know, having a split Congress is like being raised by two parents who don't see eye to eye on anything. Yeah, like one parent wants you to take ballet lessons and the other parent thinks ballet lessons are a communist plot to turn you trans. (laughs) And neither parent wants you to ask questions about who killed Jeffrey Epstein. But the midterms weren't just about who runs DC. It turns out they were also about who runs the states. And in Arizona, a closely watched governor's race has finally been called. This morning, another major symbolic defeat for former President Donald Trump in the midterms. Democrat Katie Hobbs narrowly beating Republican Carrie Lake for Arizona governor. Lake had been one of Mr. Trump's most prominent allies in the midterms and one of the staunchest supporters of his false claims denying the results of the 2020 election. Lake continuing to question her own race's results last night, tweeting, Arizonans know BS when they see it. Yes, apparently they do. They do. But I guess in, in the least surprising plot twist ever, A woman who ran on a platform of denying election results is now denying her election results. And in a way, I bet she's relieved that she lost. Yeah, because if she won, then what? She would have had to deny herself? It would have have shattered her reality. It would be like TLC meeting a scrub and liking him. What? It turns out a scrub is a guy who can get love from me? What? Well, you know what? I'm gonna go chase some waterfalls. Anyway, this, this is a lot for Carrie Lake, so please. Please, let's give her some space as she goes through the five stages of Republican grief. (laughs) Denial, denial, (laughs) denial, pooping in Nancy Pelosi's office, (laughs) and denial. But remember, Remember, the reason this result has big implications is because with Carrie losses, with Carrie Lake's loss, rather, every election denier running for governor or secretary of state in a swing state has now lost their races, which is huge for democracy. A huge victory. 
You know? This is, this is just like in those horror films where they kill the monster and then he never comes back again. You did it, Democrats! Now leave the knife on the counter and go take a sexy shower upstairs. Yeah. But enough about the midterms, enough about that. The campaign is over and it's time for the parties to govern. I'm shitting you, it's not gonna happen. It's actually time for the parties to campaign for the next election. I, I don't know why, but America loves campaigning. It's like you campaign to campaign, campaign to campaign. It never ends. It's like seeing someone who's only interested in foreplay. You like that? You ready? Yeah, well, let's put your clothes back on and start again. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, what's your name? Oh, yeah, let's do that again. Anyway, as everyone prepares themselves for what the 2024 race will be like with Trump, there's one party, there's one part that'll be different this time. And that is one of Trump's biggest ass lickers is gonna be leaving his ass very dry. Nearly two years after a mob of Donald Trump's supporters attacked the Capitol, disrupting the transfer of power and chanting, hang Mike Pence. Trump's once loyal vice president is finally telling his story about what happened that day. The president's words were reckless and his actions were reckless. The president's words that day at the rally endangered me and my family and everyone at the Capitol building. Given all that you witnessed in the Capitol on that day, this is a pretty straightforward question, a yes or a no. Do you believe that Donald Trump should ever be president again? David, I think that's up to the American people. But I think we'll have better choices in the future. Hell yeah. Good for Mike Pence telling Donald Trump, you almost got me and my family killed, which is why I'm now prepared to say that it's possible there are better alternatives to you in the next election. Although that decision will be up to the American people. You tell him, Mike Pence. Ooh, you tell him. <laughs> for real though, man, it's a simple question. Do you support Trump or not? I can't believe Mike Pence is the one leaving us hanging. <laughs> and I know, I know why he's doing this, right? I know why he's doing it. He doesn't want to go too hard against Trump because he's still hoping to win over Trump's voters if he runs for president, which is so delusional. Trump's people were the ones who wanted to kill him. <laughs> the only reason they would elect him president is so that they know for sure where he lived. Why would they vote for you? <laughs> and even if that strategy works, it still makes him a punk ass bitch. <laughs> I'm sorry, but this, this is not the type of man you want leading the United States, right? Oh, do you can't even say the thing out loud. If Pence was president, forget China. Canada would be invading. Yeah. He's like, oh, sorry, sorry, we're gonna take Oregon, eh? Oh, it just seems so easy. Sorry, sorry, eh? <laughs> but let's move on to some international news right now. If you're going through a breakup, your friends might be telling you that there are lots of people out there, and they're right. In fact, they're more right today than ever before. UN says there'll be a new milestone in human development as the world population is expected to hit 8 billion today. The agency adds that this unprecedented growth is due to improvements in public health, medicine, and high levels of fertility in some countries. This is staggering when you consider that 100 years ago, according to the UN, the global population was 2 billion or under. Now it's 8 billion. Hell yeah, 8 billion People, everybody, eight billion people on Earth. I didn't need the UN to tell me this. <laughs> I could already tell there were eight billion people because every single one of them was ahead of me for Taylor Swift tickets in line. 
proud. I am proud of all of us people because say what you want about the human race, but one thing is for sure, we're <laughs> Yeah. Congratulations to everyone for smashing. And yes, some people are working harder than others, but the rest of us deserve some credit too. I kind of wish that the UN didn't even announce this, you know, because it feels like bragging, you know? Yeah, like I feel like COVID is gonna see that we hit a new population milestone and be like, well, I saw them hit eight billion. I took that personal, I saw that. And I was like, I might come back. And by the way, I, I get now why the United Nations never actually does anything. Yeah, people are like, can you maybe stop the war in Ukraine? And they're like, sorry, we're kind of busy. Seven billion, 200 million and one. Seven billion, 200 million and two. Seven billion. And a lot of people, a lot of people are worried that eight billion people is too much and that we need some way to control overpopulation. Although I find it interesting that those people never think of themselves as part of the problem. Yeah, there's always people who are like, Earth is too crowded. We gotta get rid of some of these people. And you're like, oh, how about you, your people? No, not, not me. I meant like China or something. Come on, what are you talking about? And honestly, I don't think it's a problem. Yeah, I think it's a myth. I think we can handle the Earth's population if we just do a better job of distributing its resources, right? But, but, if, if we are going to reduce the population, I think the smartest way to do it is just to get rid of identical twins. No, because it's a waste. It's a complete waste, right? We already have one of you. Yeah, it's like having two copies of the same picture on your phone. Just delete one, easy. And please, wait, don't, don't, don't twist my words. Don't get it twisted. I don't want to hear identical twins being like, oh, Trevor, are you saying you're going to kill my brother? No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying you have to. <laughs> All right, that's it for the headlines. But before we go to a break, let's chime, let's check in on the weather with the one and only Desi Lydic, everybody. <laughs> to have you back. Seasons are changing, so uh, what's, the, what's the weather looking like? Uh, I don't know, Trevor, it's cold. It's cold outside, it's cold in here, you can't escape it. Although your nipples are trying to, I can see them through your shirt. Josie, why, why would you tell the people that? You know why? You know why, Trevor? Because it's the truth, okay? And if there's one thing that we learn from the midterms, it's the power of telling the truth. The candidates who lied about the election, they lost. And the ones who told the truth won. So from now on, I am addicted to telling the truth and also shoplifting, <laughs> which I needed to say because I'm now telling the truth. No, I feel like I shouldn't be wearing that watch that you got me for my birthday. Oh, no, 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 don't worry. I didn't shoplift that. Okay. I found it in Ronnie's dressing room. <laughs> Here's another truth. Katie Hobbs's victory wasn't just a win for truth. It was a win for women. Now there are a record 12 women governors serving at the same time. 12. That's amazing. 12 out of 50. That's almost half of half. And only one of them almost got kidnapped last year. We're doing it, ladies. Yeah, you know, hopefully what happened in Arizona leads to more politicians telling the truth. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we even saw Mike Pence coming around to the truth today. 
Yeah, I mean, he won't admit that his body is 70% mayonnaise yet, but he did come out and say that he doesn't like when people try to hang him. So brave of him to speak his truth while promoting a book, you know? This just goes to show that people need to stand up to their bullies and tell them the truth. Yeah. Speaking of which, Trevor, mm -hmm. you uh, got anything you want to say to me, you little bitch? No, no ma'am. Huh? N no. No? No. No? My underwear's still torn, no. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Look, um... bully here. I laugh at you. I'm sorry. Look, um, I, I just want to say, as long as we're telling the truth, I'm, I'm going to tell one of the hardest truths of all. Right here, on the air tonight, in front of eight billion people. <laughs> I assume they all watch. Uh, Trevor, I don't know how to do the weather. <laughs> I don't. I really don't. Thank you. They get it, thank you. I don't know what a low pressure system is. I don't know how tornadoes work. I mean, what even is a wind chill? Does it make us cold or is it the wind that's cold? I, I don't know. Well, um, as, as long as we're all telling truths, um, Desi, we all knew you couldn't do the weather. <laughs> What'd you say to me, bitch? Uh, nothing, nothing. Desi Lightyear, thank you for the weather, Desi. Thank you so much. Fantastic weather. I, I appreciate you so much. All right, when we come back, Louis Black is going to expose young people who are faking being old. So don't go away. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from zero to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach zero Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Welcome back to The Daily Show. When a news story falls through the cracks, Lewis Black catches it for a segment we call Back in Black. As a man in the entertainment industry, I do everything I can to cling to youth, like a 60-year-old Tom Cruise clinging to the side of a helicopter. <laughs> 
and don't tell the casting people at Euphoria that I'm not actually in my early 20s. I'm up for a juicy role as Zendaya's little brother. Wish me luck. But lately, I've been noticing a new trend. Young people are starting to act like older people. It's subtle, but once you notice it, you start seeing it everywhere, especially if you're at dinner at 4 p.m. It's the early bird special for young folks. The elderly have long been the butt of jokes about early bird dining. But now, a younger generation is embracing the early bird special. The busier times used to start at 8 p.m., but nowadays it definitely starts on the earlier side. A pizza joint in lower Manhattan is also booking tables earlier and earlier. Just look at all these early bird reservations. With so many people working from home during the pandemic, employees are eager to get out of their homes as soon as the workday ends, which is definitely contributing to the shift. Are you shitting me? <laughs> Young people stealing all the early bird reservations? Seniors need those spots. They have to be in bed by 7.30 or else all their organs slide into their ankles. This has to end though. Old people eating early is part of the social contract. Old people get the early restaurant spots. And in exchange, young people get to not watch old people eat. <laughs> it's about privacy. Old people don't walk into your bedroom and watch you have energetic, robust sex. They watch through the window because they respect boundaries. And it's one thing for young people to claim seniors' restaurant reservations, but now they're claiming something even more sacred, the, the discounts. One surprising trend now among young people, signing up for benefits from the AARP. The Wall Street Journal finding 20-somethings as new card carriers in an effort to snag discounts amid inflation, showing it's not just for the 50 and older crowd. In my head, it was always something for senior citizens. 28-year-old Marissa Schwartz says she learned a lot about AARP benefits through TikTok and couldn't help but join in on the savings. Contrary to popular belief, you can be any age to join AARP. And the benefits are awesome. Back the f off! Old people earn those AARP memberships. AARP memberships fair and square by not dying. <laughs> and a bad economy is no excuse. Did I horn in on a senior citizen discount to get me through the Great Depression? No, because I wasn't alive during the Great Depression, you assholes. How old do you think I am? You're gonna blow my shot at euphoria. I just hope these underage AARP members don't find out the secret perks of the card. I don't want to brag, but I can shoplift as much as I want. And if I get caught, I flash this, and they assume I'm just senile and let me go. <laughs> you thought I was a deranged man. But now I've got a free giant bag of bird seeds, suckers. I don't even have a bird. All that seed is for me. Who's the deranged man now?
get it. I get it. It's fun to eat early and get discounts on catheters. But there's one, there's one aspect of elder culture that the youth might want to avoid getting scammed. From TikTok to Instagram, teens are being victimized on everyday apps. In fact, a new study finds some tech-savvy Gen Zers are falling for online scams at a higher rate than their grandparents. A study from Social Catfish shows the top scams targeting teens are sextortion plots against boys. The FBI says scammers pose as attractive women on social media and send nude photos to the victim, demanding they do the same and send them money. Talent scout scams are on the rise, too. Users on Instagram and TikTok receive DMs offering modeling and acting opportunities. Scammers then ask for a fee to apply, but of course there's no talent job in sight. Another common scam is student loan forgiveness. Scammers are creating fake student loan websites, tricking people into providing their bank info. <laughs> Who's bad at technology now, you pimply little f <laughs> But look. Is the guy who was only recently a teen boy uh, a wink? <laughs> I sympathize. If I had TikTok in my youth, my brain would also be a gullible bowl of horny porridge. But still, I'm worried about where this acting older trend could go. I mean, what's next? Stealing all the best rooms at the retirement community? Overcrowded bingo halls? Quitting your steady job behind a desk? Before you're even 40, can you even imagine something doing something that crazy, Trevor? <laughs> anyway, here's something I came up with that'll help the kids from getting screwed. Take a look. Hi, I'm Lewis Black. Are you an overconfident Gen Zer who thinks you're immune from getting took? then you need Lewis Black's Scam Seeker. Scam Seeker. Oh, that's obviously a scam. Look at her. Now look at you. <laughs> Not happening. You know, danger's everywhere online, and nobody's told you that life sucks, good things don't just fall into your lap, and nothing ever works out for the best. This site will forgive my student loans if I just fill out my social security number. Scam! You'll be paying those loans off until death. Read a newspaper. What's a newspaper? Look, today's youth need a reality check. Years of self-esteem building has resulted in dangerous levels of gullibility. Wow, for 50 bucks I can audition for Riverdale. That's a scam, okay? You got no talent, you got no charisma. You're a hack. Thanks, Lewis. Shut up! So sign up for Lewis Black Scam Seeker today. Sounds lit. So do I just give you my credit card number or? You know what? Let me just take that card. You can trust me and so can you. up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. <clears throat> 
AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. is an award-winning actor and Tony-nominated playwright who is currently starring in Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Please welcome Denai Gurira. Danai Guerrero, welcome back to The Daily Show. Thank you. It's amazing to be back. It is amazing to have you here, especially on the heels of, yet again, one of the most successful films to come out. The last I checked, Black Panther had grossed, I think it was like 330 or 40 million. Everybody is loving the movie. People are loving you in the movie. I just watched it a few days ago, and I, I know I'm biased because you're sitting here with me, but I think you had some of the funniest lines in the film. I also think you have some of the baddest, like, like amazing fight scenes and choreography. How does it feel? Thank because you. this was such a long project. There were so many ups and downs. There was a pandemic. There was the unfortunate loss of Chadwick. Everything came together to create this moment. Have you taken a moment to process it all? Thank you. Not yet. Not yet. I'm getting there. But, um, you know, it, it has been an amazing journey and, and a tremendous one and a painful one and an intense one. Uh, you know, starting from the beginning when we, you know, tragically lost our brother and our king, our leader, with mm -hmm. uh, Chadwick. So really coming back was all about honoring him. So really it was like, as Ryan always mentions, the, a line my character says, which is, you know, I've gave, I gave everything. Yeah. Like that basically we came back with that for like it was just about giving all we had to this and honoring him and so to have it um come to a place where people are enjoying it this much and and responding to it this well i mean it just it just feels it feels very full circle in the sense that the goal was to honor him and the way ryan beautifully arced it to be something mm -hmm. that honored mm -hmm. him, mm -hmm. um, which involves, I think, something that I think he would love, which is that it is a full experience as well. It as really we is. Walk through our grief with it. As it it really is. I, I, I noticed people crying in the cinema. Obviously, people were cheering, people were laughing, but it, it reminded you of what you want movies to be, you know, an experience. And it was, a, it was, a, it was an authentic experience. I, I, I enjoyed seeing how both the audience, and then I felt like the cast had an experience of catharsis that everyone, everyone got to say goodbye in a different way. Everyone got to go through that. You know, when you, when you look at this journey and, and where it's come, look at how Black Panther has reshaped how we see superheroes. Mm -hmm. People have talked about how diversity has never been the same on screen. Mm -hmm. You know, this is the first woman black led film that Marvel has ever put out mm -hmm. and it's crushing it. People are loving it. Mm -hmm. 
it's 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 huge. It's momentous. Yeah, I mean that just means so much to hear because I mean it is really something I grew up. You know, uh, the other big thing is that it's also African. Yeah. And and like I grew up next door to you in Zimbabwe, and uh, I hope it's not too painful to the ear or close up. But you know, we're oh, we're no, trying. We're working on it. No, I I appreciate. I, I think I always laugh with Ryan Coogler as the director. I say like it. You you chose one of the hardest languages to just like Kosa. It's like first of all it's an African language, but it's like what if we added clicks into it as well? I know. But and it's I, and I think the cost does really well, not just with the Kosa, but I mean, you've got some some like you could take Mayan yeah. in the movie, yes. and that's that's what makes us. I'm not going to spoil the plot for anyone. So if there's gaps, I'm doing that on purpose. But you have a movie that now isn't just talking about the African diaspora around the world. You're also you're also in this conversation about where we've come from as peoples in South America and Central America, and it's mm. all coming together in a really gripping way. Well, the beauty of it is like that aspect of that shared conversation yes. that Africa could have with that part of the world, which is we were both, we both went through a lot, imperialism, we both went through colonization, yeah. we both lost, indigenous cultures lost a lot through that very, you know, wretched process. Right, and right. so it's actually this reclaiming that we're getting to see these two cultures mirror each other as they do that. And Wakanda has kept it and protected uh -huh, it. Uh -huh. And then, and so has the, have, so have the Talcaneal. So it's this beautiful kind of reflection on each other, which I just think is kind of unprecedented and really, really exciting. It, I think it truly is. Getting, yeah. Your character shines. Oh, Some you. of my favorite lines genuinely in the movie are yours. Because here's the thing, we met you as this badass on screen, kicking ass, running, you know, I always said, do you know how badass you have to be to be the bodyguards for the Black Panther? <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> we, that scene of you in the casino, that first fight scene where everyone's just like, who are you and what are you doing? And your character comes back, the fight scenes are even more intense. You know, you, there's parts where you're fighting in the water and then you're, you're not. Were you actually doing that, by the way? Yes, I, I have a little bit of a, a, a torn muscle in my shoulder to prove it, but um, it's, it's all good now. It, it's healed. It's healed. So don't, you're doing don't like, fret. Okay, like yes, water, water fight scenes well, and yeah, and the scene. Well, my character, yeah, this, the key thing that um, you know, this, the the stuff on the bridge, all that stuff. Yeah, I had to because there's no way I could. To me, it's like, how do I do the role if I'm not doing the role? She's a warrior, right? And like, I was coming from from Walking Dead as well, so I was used to. In Walking Dead, it was just like, yes. get out there and do it. Go be, <laughs> go out there and be somebody. You know, it's like, get it done. So like, I was used to just getting out there and just getting it done. Like I, and that's. And, and really acquainting myself with the weapon. And we did that so hard in the first one. So in the second one, there was no exception. I had to do my fights, I had to learn my fights. And yeah, it was, it's, a, it's a lot of work. It's, um, there's, there's no way around the work. But to me, that's actually how you become the character. You can't okay. become Okoye outside of how she knows how to fight. And you have to keep doing it, the rehearsal. It's all a part of who she is, exactly. so it needs to be a part of who you are. Like, I had to, I had to win, that was my thing. Like, I could not win. See, this General Okoye. This is you. Oh crap, you might be right. Yeah, this is her. Um, this is her because we see your character on this journey. And again, I won't spoil it, but what we see is your, on, your, on your character's journey is her grappling with the idea that she's not in control. Yeah. Her grappling with the idea that she cannot protect everybody, including herself. Her yes. grappling with the, with the idea of failure, yes. which is such a personal experience, you know, for anybody to share, first of all, but it's also vulnerable right. to have, is to go, 
yeah, I, I, I am not what everybody needed me to be. And you, you felt that pain in your character. Oh, yeah. That, that, and that, that's what I loved about how Ryan, like, bifurcated the grief process in different characters. And my character, she just doesn't really take care of herself that mm -hmm. way. Mm -hmm. So to actually to have to get confronted with it that way was the only way she was really going to be. Because right. she is so, I have to take care of everybody else. I have to make sure this, you know, she's got the country on her shoulders. I've got to keep it protected and secure. i got to keep this family protected and secure that she feels she's a part of. Yes. Um, so the, the line are all blurred between you know her job and, and her personal experiences of losing her brother and and taking care of his family so yeah it, it is definitely that sort of aspect of not being able to um, to to hold everything down and not being able to process her pain and her grief for herself can I just say on behalf of everybody who was a massive fan of the first film thank you for what you put into the second one thank you for making it the film that it is for not cutting corners for enjoying it, for representing everybody on and off the screen. I appreciate you so much. Thank you for joining me on the Thank show. Thank you, always a pleasure. Such a pleasure man. having you. Tonight we're here, everybody. All right, we're gonna take a quick break, but we'll be right back after this. Thank you, for real. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. <coughs> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Well, that's our show for tonight. Thank you so much for tuning in. But before we go, before we go, please consider donating to Los Angeles Regional Food Bank. They collect healthy food and other products and distribute them to people experiencing nutrition insecurity. So if you can support them in their work, then please donate at the link below. Until next time, stay safe out there. And remember, there may be 8 billion people on this planet, <laughs> but there's only seven of you. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central and stream full episodes anytime on Paramount+. Plus. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. 
because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store.